Welcome one, welcome all to the Snail Trail 4x4 Podcast. If you like going off-roading in Toyotas, wrenching on Toyotas, camping in Toyotas, maybe even poking a little bit of fun at Lexuses, and of course, hearing about how awesome Red Dirt is going to be on Toyotas, then this is the podcast for you. That's right, ladies and germs. My name is Tyler, the local forerunner driver, dog walker. Uh, pasta breakfast eater, <laughs> fireball drinker. You're already married. <laughs> I am married. <laughs> and joining me in the studio is the one and only Mr. Coffee Drinker, Chocolate 15K Runner, Hot Chocolate 15K Runner, Hydro Locking engineer 3.0 or 3.0 <laughs> mr jimmy jet jimmy how are you buddy i'm doing well i'm doing well mm-hmm. um and if uh chris uh from wheeling wine and whiskey asks this coffee is black that's black coffee yeah is that just to go with you and because no well i no, that's funny no no but um <laughs> I posted up on Instagram a little while ago, like mm-hmm. one of those little like this or that and arrows pointing back and forth from Dutch bros. Uh-huh. And it was like a lavender cold brew soft top or a <laughs> hazelnut cold brew with a with honey drip. A honey drip. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't get either one of them. Funny yeah. story, but <laughs> um, I just saw him and reminded me of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And a few people responded just you know, regular coffee and sugar or regular coffee with some cream or, and Chris mm-hmm. was like, just get it black. <laughs> like he likes his coffee like his women. I know. So mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I should <laughs> like it that way. Uh-huh. Um, it's just m- more bitter than I, than I usually drink it. So yeah, I accidentally made candy this morning for my coffee. <laughs> I, put, mm-hmm. I put a little too much, uh, cream and sugar in and I was like, Ooh, I've reached that. That's too much. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> when you have to drink it down like an inch and then you add more coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things. I added coffee, uh, with my sugar for this morning. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. So today's uh, a great day. Uh, beautiful, gorgeous outside. We're in that time of year where we get like a month of the year in the spring and then a month of the year in the fall where it is just amazing amazing mm-hmm. weather it's super windy out but it's super windy out yeah it's super windy out. Mm-hmm. i was driving the tacoma down here and it was literally like blowing the tacoma <laughs> on the freeway uh-huh. and i was like man glad i'm not driving that semi next to me it, oh it's coming it, at me uh, exactly <laughs> so up over the the bridge over the river right yeah. here um i was going over that one time um in the right hand lane and there was a se- i was passing a semi he was in the center lane yeah and a big gust came up and the semi came like three feet into my lane i'm like i have nowhere to go <laughs> I'm, right. I'm gonna go off of the bridge yeah. it blasts <laughs> but, down that river mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh yeah uh, good times great weather um lots of fun today's gonna be a a fun episode because oh, this yeah. is kind of not just what we've been up to but what we're getting up to um this is gonna be um some more updates we have pretty much everything finalized for cruise moab yeah um, definitely so we'll get into some of those details a little bit later um, in the meantime, go check out the giveaway for this month, which is a Morphlate Stubby. Uh, it's over at patreon.com slash snail trail 4x4. Um, gift boxes are coming together. We finalized mm-hmm. the list uh, last week for everything in the gift box. Um, so we'll start getting every all of that in and hopefully 
quote unquote. Hopefully, uh, they'll get shipped out the first or second week of April here for everybody. So yeah, um, well, uh, one of the items on my list I had to call um, to confirm if we could get a good quantity mm-hmm. uh, or an appropriate quantity, and um, it was an eight hundred number, but I spoke to somebody in England. Huh. Yeah, okay. so we're gonna, we might need to revisit that one item uh, okay. um, because it's it's a great price. It's cheap. Um, I'm concerned about shipping. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll. Um, I think we can find something else more local that would work. Uh, but we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see what they come back with. They might have a local warehouse here in the states. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll talk about that off yeah, air. That was, it um, was kind of a, <laughs> I called this morning and it was sort of an eye opening experience about that. Hello. Good day. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, Australian, hey, do, you guys, but, do you guys have 35 of these things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sort of what I had to call because the website only allowed you to go up to 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I better, better phone them. Yeah. I better phone, phone a friend. friend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, one thing that has uh, really taken off here that I just uh, didn't realize how quickly it was taken off and how cool it was going um, is reviews. Oh, yeah. We are I'm super excited. We've about gotten these. like eight or nine reviews in the past week or two weeks, something like that. Um, but we are up to 208 reviews on iTunes. And. Uh, um, that puts us 292 away from giving away a winch. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Almost there guys. Keep it going. Um, but so some of these here, one of them in particular, I have a feeling they put their name this way because they just want to hear me try and pronounce it. But, um, the first one we're going to get to is from Seth 285 285. It says great banter, not a Yoda guy. Oh, never mind. I don't want to read the rest then. Uh, the moving next, on. Moving on. <laughs> I wonder if he's one of our, he's our new patron. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in which case, we'll read it then. <laughs> he says, not a Yoda guy, but I like the overall roundtable wheeling conversation. Also, a 10K winch would be a handy. So, I agree. Um, an extra 10K winch would be awesome for a lot of people. So... Uh, let's get to 500 so we can give away winch. Uh, the next one. Yeah, I just got one in, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> cool. The next one is from gig. Jif. Jif. Def. 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 That's so they're from. from the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> he says, great. He or she says, great podcast for all things wheeling. Says, listening to Tyler and Jimmy on Snail Trail Forks 4 is the best way to spend long commutes, good entertainment, and great knowledge. P.S. I've talked to you guys on Instagram on several occasions, and I hope to see you guys on the trail soon and have a beer with you guys. Looking forward to the winch giveaway. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So that's a shout out to you, Is it really that long? Yes. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I bet yes, you they is. just like went on the keyboard. There, there's a lot of DHJs and Fs, so I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, because those are all right there. That middle row. <laughs> what if they had swipe and they were just like <laughs> maybe spinning their hand around? Oh man! So, anyways, thank you guys for the reviews. We'll get to some others here. Um, I bet you it's Frank's like third alias. Could be. Um, in which case, we won't be on the trail with him soon. So I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't go wheeling with Florida Floridians. Never. 
Never. Never, ever. Ever, ever yeah. Even if they have a YJ? Um, I don't know, because that one, die, he doesn't, he, he has dual citizenship. <laughs> so he's... <laughs> <laughs> he, he still i bet you he might still have his california driver's license May, i'm sure he does yeah yeah he's like i don't want to affiliate with these people <laughs> he's a he's a closet floridian mm-hmm. um he actually messaged me the other day he had some feedback Uh-oh. about the the true welders episode the trail welders oh yeah and uh i don't know maybe you can get into this because i didn't know what he was talking about oh um we'll see I'm just going to read, I'm going to read you yeah. verbatim what he said, yeah, most which of the is time always I fun. don't really <laughs> follow his logic, but we'll see. I don't think a lot of people follow his logic. <laughs> but anyways, he said, MIG does not equal flux core. Are there no snobby welders in the patron group? Is this my burden? <laughs> and I was like, you can MIG with flux core. And he said, yes, but technically they are different processes parentheses or so the welding grills would say. F FCAW does not equal GMA GMAW um, deposition efficiency, blah, blah, blah. There's no point to this. Just being an asshole whenever I can. That was my new year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, for the most part, I mean, you know, flux core, you don't need gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the MIG, the way that you MIG you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm throwing up air quotes here is, you know, you have to have, you know, some sort of gas mm-hmm. to MIG. Um, so I wonder if that's primarily the difference because the flux core has the gas already sort of built into the, the um, shield of the wire. And when it comes out, you know, it creates its own pocket of gas and then can weld. It's probably, it might even be a whole different process at the end because you're not just, Mm-hmm. throwing wire out mm-hmm. you know um you're throwing all this other chemical out as well mm-hmm. um i don't know so uh brian uh checked it out for us oh, and thanks, um gma is gas metal arc welding mm. and f ca fcaw is flux core arc welding okay um and so i i always understood it as I don't know. I don't, I don't see the, the delineation between those two and MIG welding. I just assumed that MIG welding is running a wire through a wire feeder up through your nozzle. Sure. To arc. But you need <laughs> to and, arc to the, the welder. And you have to have gas. For MIG welding? For MIG welding. Interesting. Then what do you do on your welder at, at, at the snail shop? I have flux core. So you're flux core welding? Mm-hmm. You would not consider that MIG welding? Um, no, it's not <laughs> like if you were not, telling somebody what kind of welder you have, you would not say you have a MIG welder. No, I go, I have a Lincoln 140 flux core. Okay. It's Interesting. Not, I mean, the, the, the way that the wire moves mm-hmm. or, you know, from the machine up to the nozzle, mm-hmm. they're identical. Yeah. But it's the, see, I thought that was what a MIG welding quote unquote is, is yeah, a wire. I think, I think it's more than a welding. wire feed okay. is the differentiation between MIG welding with and flux core welding. Gotcha. Um, and it's sort of, I mean, I'll say it, it's sort of <laughs> semantics, uh-huh. but it's true. It, they are different. They're a different process. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, mean stick, yeah, it's a different stick process. welding and TIG welding <laughs> uh-huh. are different. Yeah. Even though you still have a stick and you're feeding it and you're dealing with it, it's mm-hmm. still a different process. Yeah. Cool. Um, sounds good. Let's see. 
What else do we got to get into here before we get into well, the Moab? I event? wanted to make an announcement about the treasure hunt. Oh, okay. Because we uh, did some talking with Gear Wrench Corey. Uh huh. And we have the first grand prize finalized. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is an, a ten millimeter socket? Yeah, one <laughs> ten millimeter <laughs> socket. No, I don't. I can't remember. Maybe Brian can look it up while I'm discussing it. But it is the master mechanic set from Gear Wrench. And uh, once Brian gets back to us, we'll I'll get you some of the fine details. But it's mm-hmm. something like. 600 pieces um it's i think the technical term is a shit ton a shit ton it's a it shit is. ton of pieces yeah it's got all kinds it's got almost everything you know you would want to have uh with within some consideration but it's got all the basic tools to get somebody off the ground to start working on their vehicle mm-hmm. um, from screwdrivers both phillips and flatheads to almost every single type of socket and socket wrench uh, out there uh, it doesn't have torque wrenches it doesn't have impact wrenches um or sockets um, I'm not sure what box end ones it comes with, but it does come with every single size of box end standard and metric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're ratcheting or not. Um, they might just be the standard style. Mm-hmm. Um, geez. And I, and the list goes on. It's got all kinds of like pliers and cutters. And, um, I don't know. Do you, did Brian get back to you with other, some uh, other stuff? Beer Andy actually won this one. He, he found it and got the information oh, over to me before dang. Brian did. So thanks Andy. Yeah. Thanks buddy. Um, this, so geez, um, he sent it over to my screen. I can't even fit everything on one screen right. on the laptop here, but it's a 613 pieces. Yeah. Um, it's a comprehensive set mix of mechanics, hand tools, including drive tools, sockets, bit sockets, wrenches, ratcheting wrenches, pliers, and screwdrivers. There's 84 tooth full polished Chrome ratchets with slim head design. Cool. Um, okay, so they seven, are ratcheting wrenches. Awesome. 72 ratcheting wrenches. 70, <laughs> sorry, 72 tooth ratcheting wrenches. Okay. Um, with the uh, off corner loading design. Uh, there's the flex head ratcheting wrenches. Cool. Um, there's reversible ratcheting wrenches. Nice. With compact reversing lever. Um, there's oh, the tri-lobe ergonomic dual material handle Phillips slotted screwdrivers for optimal balance strength and comfort. Mm-hmm. I think which those are the the uh, girthies. Are they? I think so. You think they are giving away um, Crescent in the Master Mechanic set from Gear Oh, no, you're right. It is the Gear Wrench ones, but... Um, I'm sure they're very similar mm-hmm. style and design. Yeah, they're not as... They're not as pronounced as the crescent ones are i think i like the red and black ones that i have yeah yep they are uh precision engineered hex and ball and hex bit sockets yeah see i don't Uh, even have those and uh professional assortment of ergonomic dipped grip handle pliers with tongue and groove slip joint linemen's diagonal long nose and end nippers yeah (laughs) so 613 pieces for the first grand prize what do people have to do to win that grand prize, Jimmy. Yeah. So, um, we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but what we're going to be doing is the treasure hunt and, Mm -hmm. um, you have to be a patron to, um, get the coordinates 
in the first six months. Mm-hmm. Though um, for the most, we've only been running it for maybe two months now, and mm-hmm. almost ever within a month of when we release a coordinate, usually one is found. <laughs> yeah. So at this point in time, it doesn't look like any um, non patrons non patrons are going to have the opportunity in the near future to get a coordinate. I don't know um, that Columbia one's still going strong. It is going strong. <laughs> yeah. And that might be that might turn into something else where maybe we need to make it a little easier to so we don't have so much foot traffic in an area. Yeah, and, you know maybe down, uh, issues going on with that of overturning rocks and mm-hmm. actually hurting an area by trying to find it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, we can talk about that at, at near the six month mark. Yeah, <laughs> if it's still there, if it's still there, we may end up uh, replacing it maybe. in that area just yeah. somewhere easier. So, so um, we every single treasure token has a letter on it, and you need to find all of the letters which spell out Snail Trail Four X Four. So thirteen tokens. Thirteen you gotta tokens, find. and once you get that thirteenth token, you can. Uh, you pretty. I think what we're gonna do. We haven't finalized what we're gonna do, but I think we're gonna have you guys send the tokens into us, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make some sort of frame or some sort something for you, and send that back so you can mount a snail trail four by four sort of sign in your garage, and we'll send you the grand prize. Yeah. So I think that's going to be pretty freaking cool. Um, we need to get more tokens out there. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We need to get more tokens out there. We're going to need to eventually line up more grand prizes. Um, we also need to really sit down and finalize uh, what, if you win one token, what do you get? If yeah. you find one token. Because mm-hmm. we were going to, um, one of the items we were thinking about trying to get out there uh, is turning out to be more expensive than we had anticipated. So yeah. <laughs> um, that are we need to find a better way to do it. Yeah. So, um, we'll talk about that off air. Okay. And then, but yeah, so we have the first grand prize out there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, but I think a few people are two tokens in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've got, a uh, we've got some fun times ahead of us. Yeah. And so if you want to get into this treasure hunt and want the opportunity to try to win the master mechanic set, um, you need to become a, a minimum of $5 patron, which is now our lowest tier. We've removed the $1 patron tier. Um, and so, and then just entering at the $5 tier will get you the coordinates and we're posting all those coordinates on the Patreon page. Mm-hmm. It's all in one post on the page. Um, and we just kind of keep updating that post whenever there's uh, a, a token found or we get another token hidden. Um, we'll update that post there uh, for the time being until we find a better method to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I set it whenever we update it, we also set it to alert and send a notification to everybody. So you should be getting a notification from Patreon um, on an app on your phone. If you have the app on your phone, uh, if not, I highly suggest uh, having that on and have notifications turned on for that app. If you want to see whenever updates are dropped mm-hmm. for the treasure hunts. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and all, you know, if you sign up for the $10 level, then you get into the giveaway. If you sign up for the $20 level, which will open up next month, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing the gift boxes. Um, and it, the gift boxes tier is only open for that month of April. So make sure that you, if you want to get in for a gift from us, um, which ranges upwards around a hundred dollars typically, um, for your like $60 that you pay in, um, get in it that month. So there's yeah. a lot going on on the Patreon account right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cool stuff, man. Uh, let's see. So other than all of that, the last thing I wanted to, we wanted to get to 
before moving into what we've been up to is March birthdays. We need a bump, 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 bump. <laughs> sound effect. Yeah, we're almost through March now. Yeah. So, but uh, we got uh, we got a uh, we got one birthday. Oh, just Who one, knows? just one. Oakley, Oakley. Yeah, I'll give you. I don't know. I was gonna say one guess, but I don't know if you'd be able to get it. And then you can try it. One guess. Uh, you don't get you, a, I don't get a hint. Uh, I don't know. What is, what is your hint? How did <laughs> you got to ask a question? I got, um, <laughs> what do they drive? Uh, a tundra, a black, a black tundra. I'll put it that way. A Brian Murphy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you, did you see on the Facebook page, uh, what his tundra's name is? No. Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I laughed pretty hard when I saw that. And I was like, funny. I got the connection. Man, Brian is a crack up. <laughs> he really is. He, he's awesome. Super producer number two. Number one, tied for first. Tied, tied for, for first. first with Beer Andy. Yeah. Um, Who's third then? Um, I don't know. George? We haven't talked about George in a while. Dino? Dino? Dino's gone. <laughs> yeah, Dino's last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man um still no still, george hasn't been out and about no he he apparently during winter time he goes into hibernation yeah um he just weird kind of get he closes up in his garage and stays hidden for winter time he doesn't come out until all the snow's gone yeah yeah well, maybe he'll come back out during he, spring he's pretty much a fair weather wheeler yeah yeah <laughs> oh man speaking of super producers uh still no word on lorenzo no nope. um so you know let us know uh we're still looking just to hear that he's okay so get in contact with jason or chris if anybody has any info um we don't want to have to start uh, mentioning a reward soon <laughs> yeah i'll give i'll give you guys a 10 millimeter socket how's that there you go <laughs> for reward and everybody for any needs, info everybody needs a 10 millimeter yep <clears throat> all right hello we'll up the game we'll give you a 12.10 millimeter a 12 point <laughs> whoa now now that's getting a little spendy there buddy I know. <laughs> um speaking of spendy we have a trip coming up we do mm-hmm. and it is to the red rock mecca of the united states yes um called moab don't you have a sound for that somewhere? I was waiting for a sound to get embedded here <laughs> called Moab. Beer! That's what I need. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Moab brewing. Yay. <laughs> um, this is going to be a really fun trip. So we got all the details worked out uh, for wait, this. Wait, trip. Do that again. I think I found a better one. <laughs> the Red Rock Mecca Moab. We're like two kids in a candy store. Yay. Yay. Is and that then beer. Beer. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, cool. You could be in a freak show. Um, Speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we are going to Moab. Cruise oh, Moab. Systems go. Yeah, okay, now I'm going to take that away from <laughs> you. Yeah, <not> really. <laughs> We're Moab. Going to Moab. For the ninth time. Yes. Cruise Moab, which is the a week, two weeks after Easter Jeep Safari. Yes. Um, it's it going to be an interesting event because it's not really an event this year. Uh, there's no vendor show. There's no raffle. There's no right. dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no gatherings or meetings. There's just the trail runs and that's yeah. it. Um, so we're going to be going out to that. Uh, I've never been to Moab, so I'm excited for this trip. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you've been before. Yep. 
So you're going to be the tour guide. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my dad is going. Yes, he is. With us. It was actually his idea to yeah. um, pull this trip together, which is pretty cool. Nice job, Mr. Larson. Yep. He's actually been out to Cruise Moab before. Oh, has he? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And he, he drove his truck out there and um, and drove it back. Is he going to drive again? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, so he's going to drive his truck out there, um, do some wheeling, and drive it back. Um, he'll be doing a two-day trip uh, both ways, and you and I are going to be doing a one-day trip yes. <laughs> both ways. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but the secretary is coming along. So I was debating on driving Kermit out there right? just to drive him out there, wheel, and drive back just to say I did it. Yes. <laughs> and just to say all the, the haters about my tire size on my Toyota axles. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> hey, once you get those things up to speed, man, they all, they just, it's they got just the go, rolling man. force yeah. behind them. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I never, we never talked about, um, a key point that I wanted to hit on from our last wheeling trip in the snow. Okay is that we figured out how to solve your vibration issues in Bobcat. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to drive him 85 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, apparently, because you blew past me, and I was like, I'm going to catch him. <laughs> and when I'm accelerating, the vibration stays at a fairly steady vibration okay. in Bobcat. So it's only when I start to slow down that it, like, when I let off the pedal, mm-hmm. the vibration amplifies. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what that means, but... um. Yeah, so when I get up around 80 to 85 miles an hour, uh, it goes away. Nice. Yeah, so we were cruising down the freeway in like 85 for a little while. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I was uh, smooth cruising at that speed for the most part. So Nice. Uh, Kermit's front end starts to get a little bouncy um, about 90 miles an hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We hit a a turn up there um, in like, uh, what is it, the Apple hill area yeah and the suspension on the going about 80 miles an hour around that <laughs> corner was a little little wonky yeah but um it was i mean as long as you're doing a straight line it's fine exactly right the steering's still like tight mm-hmm. in the box i haven't i loosened it but it needs to be loosened a little bit more mm. so it's hard to make a smooth adjustment like, or adjustment turn because gotcha. it's like tight and then all of a sudden it kind of everything starts moving it might mm-hmm. have to do i think there's a combo there between the box and the power or the hydro assist mm-hmm. um but yeah it it, it was it was fun <laughs> but and uh, then out so did the, the assistant the mini assistant say anything no yeah. they were fine okay. um <laughs> as, as long as i'm not freaking out they're not freaking out for the most and part you're pretty much never freaking out no i'm, I'm fine yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh and so proof that the 22 RE can cruise down the freeway. It just mm-hmm. can't go up the hills that fast. But yeah, yeah, it was, we were cruising along for a little while mm-hmm. at that speed. So yeah. until we came <laughs> down pretty much into Placerville. Yeah. Right around there. Yep. So, and it was before the big downhill uh, down from Pollock Pines, everybody. So don't <laughs> yeah. say, oh, you guys were cruising down from Pollock. No, we were yep. cruising between the uphill out of Ice House um, and between the drop of down to Pollock Pines. So we were cruising in that area. Mm -hmm. Sly Park area. Yep. So that was fun. Uh, getting Kermit up to 90 and (laughs) Bobcat up to 85. And then you were like, Hey, it drives smooth at 85. I was like, well, there we go. That's all we got to do. Problem solved. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, back to Moab. Moab. (laughs) So, um, I was, yeah, I was going to, um, drive Kermit out there, but um, now that the secretary is going along, um, we're going to tow with the F one fifty. Okay. So that way it's uh, just a little bit more comfy. 
mm-hmm. um, for her to be in a car for 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a long ride. Yes, it will. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we're going to be out there from, we're going out on Tuesday, Tuesday, I believe April 12th. Yeah. 12th or 13th. Yeah. 12th, I think. And then, um, 13th is the, uh, whoops, too far. The 13th, uh, sorry. 13th is Tuesday. Yeah. 14th Wednesday is the day of registration where you pick up your registration packets. Uh, speaking of registration for cruise Moab, if you did not get registered by now, tough luck. (laughs) Yeah, they are full. We, we almost didn't make our registration. Um, luckily I begged somebody and we had a call in a favor. Yes. Uh, so thank you guys for letting us in Matt and, uh, yeah, so Wednesday is the registration day where you're picking up your registration packets. That is going on in the afternoon, evening time. So we oh. will be there. It's not during the morning or up to when it's like 3 o'clock on? I believe so, yeah. Oh, we could probably hit something easy on the, that morning. We might be able to. Yeah. Either that or just have a, a lazy morning or something. Yeah, but. well, maybe a lazy morning and like prep vehicles and get things ready mm-hmm. and figure figure out life after traveling on the road for Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put antifreeze in your, tra- in your rig, by the way. It always is. Good. Yep, I run 50-50 universal mix. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, registration day is Wednesday. Uh, we'll be hanging out during registration yes. at the registration area. Um, there's no vendors allowed, so we can't set up a booth or anything, but um, they said we're more than welcome to park our vehicles near the registration area and hang out with our vehicles. <laughs> so look for Bobcat and Kermit at the registration area if you guys are going to Cruise Moab, and uh, we'll be there to say hi to people, um, shake some babies, kiss some hands, and uh, I mean, other way around. Yes. Or was it? <laughs> so we'll be out there and uh thursday starts all the trail runs and so we are going to be on the hell's revenge trip thursday is that the one okay uh top of the world friday yep and then cane creek saturday correct and so uh that's our schedule for the trail runs mm-hmm. um if anybody else wanted to sign up for those same trail runs any listeners we'd love to hang out with you guys for the day yeah i think definitely. it'd be a lot of fun um, other than that, I think hell's revenge is going to get done fairly early in the day. Yeah. I want to say it's like a 9am start. Yeah. It depends. It really depends on how many people are in the group mm-hmm. and how fast we get through the obstacle. Yeah. True. And what, uh, because when I did it, um, I mean, it, it depends on what route they go. Cause the hell's revenge, there's like a fairly easy way in mm-hmm. and then you can, like go out to this overlook and then turn around and then go down to um, the hell's the gatekeeper hell's gate. Mm -hmm. And that's the fun hill that you see everybody climbing and then, you know, climbs up and you're like going up this little V and Mm -hmm. if you slide off, it can become sketchy. Uh Um, The trick there is, if you slide off, just stop and reverse a little bit and you'll (laughs) like, you'll just get back right out to where you were. Uh Um, but on the way out, there's like three or four directions they could go. So, okay. And it, I mean, it, maybe we'll go out to the um, like the hot tubs mm-hmm. or not. You know, it's like it just depends on which direction they want to go from there. Yeah. So and how many people <laughs> how many are people in the are there? group and want to go up that obstacle. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm a little interested. I'm curious now because I've you know, everybody talks about Moab and from your talking about Moab from your trip last year, um, you said it wasn't really super 
difficult per se. Two years ago. Three years ago now? I think I went 17. Jeez. November Um, 17. Wow. Yeah. So anyways, you said that it wasn't extremely difficult. There's just like a lot of big ledges. You just kind of point your nose uphill and and go. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't, I didn't go on some of the harder trails Mm -hmm. out there. Um, metal masher was probably the hardest trail that I went on. And there was an obstacle there that, um, I couldn't make it through, um, with the people that were with me. I think if you or hustle nuts was there that I probably, uh, some people that know my rig and know how I wheel and how to guide me through some obstacles. I Mm -hmm. think I could have made it up that obstacle. Mm -hmm. Um, but not knowing, the obstacle very well and never seeing it and, mm-hmm. you know, having the first time to go out there. Yeah. I think that, uh, um, I, it didn't, it wasn't in my cards that day, but it might've worked out. But yeah, the, uh, there is a lot of ledges in Moab, a lot of hill climbs, you know, a lot of places where there's just this like undercut lip and then, a like a pretty vertical area that you kind of have to hit at speed. So you bounce up and over the lip and then carry your speed up the hill, mm-hmm. you know, give it the Moab bump. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of that, especially on top of the world. Yeah. Like that trail is a lot, like it's pretty much just ledges. That's, yeah. a, that's the only thing. And those ledges are, it, they're kind of funny cause it's like on the far left, it's only a few inches tall on the far right. It's a few feet tall <laughs> and it's this diagonal. <laughs> and so you can kind of just, you know, choose your own adventure of how yeah. hard do you want to try it and you know, and, and what I was doing is like, well, I'll try this hard one. And then I, I just sort of slide down this ledge <laughs> until I got to a spot where it made it up and over. Yeah. And then it, it was fine. So, um, but the view is by far worth it for that trip. That, that one's going to be nice. Gotcha. I'm curious on that, on that adventure is, um, how many people are going to be in our group? Yeah. Are they going to let us out on the ledge to take that photo? Are there going to be a lot of people around that due to time, we're not allowed to get out on Mm -hmm. that ledge to take the photo. Well, the, the trail description for the top of the world run says essentially start out in the morning, get up to the top for lunch and then spend a few hours at the top taking pictures. Okay. So, so I assume that's, yeah, that one is the top of the world. That was one of the (laughs) farthest out, uh, trips that I did. That one has of probably a half an hour, ish drive from Moab city out to it, but you're driving like right along the, I want to say it's the Colorado river. I'm not sure which, Mm -hmm. which river it is, but you're on like a cliff and then the river and you're like driving (laughs) down and it's really beautiful. It's a gorgeous drive. Um, so it's, that's going to be a fun, fun day. Nice. That'll be really cool. Um, the, and then the last one is cane Creek. Mm -hmm. So I don't know anything. I haven't done this one. This is one that you suggested us to do. I just, I really like, um, deep narrow canyons sure wheeling through narrow deep canyons so um i was looking at either pritchett canyon or cane creek mm-hmm. as the two and um pritchett is supposedly the hardest uh trail in moab yeah i don't know if it's i've heard people say it's poison spider and i've heard people say it's pritchett canyon okay um but uh cruise moab has pritchett canyon rated the hardest yeah. out of those two yeah but- and when I think you were telling me, it's like all the pe- or what they say you need is like pretty much a buggy on forties. Yeah. And they, so, yeah, they say for Pritchett Canyon, uh, two locking differentials, a winch, 37 inch plus tires. Uh, this run is for rock buggies, custom builds and expert drivers. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm curious because I, if, 
uh, Steelbender. Let's just take Steelbender for instance. Uh, on a, a one to ten rating scale, they have Steelbender rated as six. Okay. And a 200 series Land Cruiser on 32s, weighed down with a ton of weight for an Overland build, went through Steelbender without any issues. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, how? I'm curious as to how those yeah, difficulty I ratings think, stack up. I think that um, Pritchett Canyon would be a fun one to do, not during the event. Gotcha. Personally, I just okay. don't. I think there's, you know, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people around you and uh, people to that be there to help you out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, during an event, sometimes you feel like I've got to get through this. I need to be rushed. I need mm-hmm. to move on and you can't take your time. And yeah, you so don't want to be that guy that holds up the trip. Right. The event. Yeah, exactly. So I think that Pritchett Canyon, I want to do it. It'll be fun when we get to it mm-hmm. um, one day. But I think it'd be much better on a non-event day. Okay. Yeah, either that or maybe like at the end of a day or something. Yeah. We'll I'd, see. Yeah, we'll need to see how long it is and how far out it is. But yeah. we could look at it. Um, so, yeah, the uh, those are the three trips we're doing. Hell's Revenge and then maybe something that afternoon, depending on when we get back from uh, that trail run. Yeah. Or we might do a listener meetup mm-hmm. at the end of that, of which would be Friday. Mm, yeah, Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, Friday is top of the world. Okay. And then Revenge is Thursday. Got yep. it. And then Saturday is Cane Creek. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Should be a fun time. Uh, our plan is either coming or going on our way is we're going to meet up with Kurt Williams at the Land Cruiser Museum. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. We need to figure that out. Yeah. We need to figure out if we're going to do it on the way there or on the way back. I would assume the way back because I have a feeling Kurt's going to be busy leading up to the event. But I don't know. Yeah, and I think it depends on when he's, if he's going to be free, mm-hmm. like shortly after, <laughs> yeah. you know, the event's on. <laughs> Plus, we have a th- roughly 13-hour drive. Mm-hmm. So spending a few hours walking through a Land Cruiser museum at the end of a trip or at mm-hmm. the beginning of a trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's still, from Salt Lake City, it's still three to four hours down to Moab. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it'd be n- a nice sort of break on the way there and but at the point when we're if we're coming back Mm -hmm. excuse me it'd be a nice break on the way home because it would sort of just be starting off we get a few miles in you know we get to take a break but when we're driving there on the day of i think it's at that point we'd be to the where we want to i just want to get there (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i've been on the road for a you know nine ten hours and i want to just finish yeah so, um, yeah, I think that it all kind of depends on the situation. Yeah. I we'll have to, and it also might just, we'll be tied to his schedule too. So kind of, we'll see. Yeah. We got to get yeah. in contact with him and schedule that out. Yeah. The last, when I went, um, in 2017, mm-hmm. we, I drove the whole way there and it took me about 16 hours cause I went highway 50, uh-huh. um, which I would not suggest people doing. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a nice, it's a nice trek, but it's, it's more it's hillier and it's like a two lane road not a four lane highway Mm -hmm. um so it's just a little bit uh more twisty and turny and uh it's but it's a great drive if you're not towing it'd be it's fun Mm -hmm. um but on the way back um i stopped in winnemucca and and spent the night at a walmart oh that's right (laughs) so um i just pretty much crashed out in the back of clifford yeah a night and that was in a way it was nice because i woke up fairly early like it was you know broke the drive up i think i went like eight hours the first day and then um crashed in winnemucca and fell asleep and 
you know, woke up fairly early because, you know, you're in the back of a truck. It's not super comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I got home at like 8 a.m. or something like mm-hmm. that, you know. So that was actually a decent thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how, how all of that works out. Yeah. <laughs> the the going to and from logistics. But as of now, our plan is to drive all the way there and all the way back mm-hmm. in one day a piece. Um, while we're there, we have a few interviews lined up. Mm-hmm. for the podcast. Yes, so um, that'll be cool. I think we have either five or six wow. in okay. total, um, all at least verbal, verbally committed. <laughs> we don't have sure. them scheduled out yet, but um, the verbal commitments are there. So uh, we'll, as we get a little closer, we'll get everybody tied down to a time schedule on those. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun trip, man. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's a fun I, I'm I've never been to the event, but the Moab's just a fun area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gorgeous. Um, there's really, I mean, there's probably some areas that look like it around the world, but it's unique. It's different than anything from California. Mm-hmm. You know, Arches mm-hmm. National Park is right there, so that that's just you know, there's some interesting landscapes in that entire area. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if we had more time, I'd say we should just do a day trip to Arches or do a day trip down to Zion, you know, and just do some hiking and checking out the area. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I think the secretary is planning on taking the F-150 and going on a hike Wednesday. Yeah. uh, While we're doing our thing with the registration stuff. So she should go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, it's, it's sort of funny. It's like you're driving, I can't remember what highway it is, but you're driving down the highway from Salt Lake city down to Moab and you're like, Oh, there's, there's arches national park. Oh, here we are entering Moab. It's like, they're (laughs) almost literally like an exit away from each other. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I downloaded, um, all of the Moab trails, access roads and highways. Wow. Which was, it was like a hundred, a hundred, 150 trails. And then like another 150 to 200 access roads and highways between all the trails. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Onto my Gaia. So I found a website that had all the GPS tracks of everything kind of split up amongst them. So I just wow. downloaded those and uploaded them into Gaia and then kind of got it all organized mm-hmm. in my Gaia folder system. But it's all there now. That's cool. So I might yeah. need to steal that from you. Yeah. We'll have to send you the link and you can go and just add it to your account. Cool. So. Um, but that's really cool. I was I was really impressed with how easy it was to load every single trail in Moab and every single access road in Moab um, onto my phone. Right. <laughs> for for usage, it took me all of like I think to find it and get the data. It took me about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then it took me about another half an hour to organize it the way I want it organized. Um, and then it was all good to go. So within an hour. I had everything there. It was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm probably going to bring a tablet, um, and run a tablet in Bobcat mm-hmm. while I'm wheeling around, mm-hmm. um, and throw, uh, I could throw a guy up on that and mm-hmm. rocket. So, yep. I don't think I'm maybe, well, maybe this could be another episode, another topic, but what, you know, to, of what might I need to do to get APRS set up on that as well? I'm not sure on the it, tablet on the tablet and set up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't need to discuss it at this point in time, but that might be something interesting in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a few things you'll have to do mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple. There's a couple of different routes to do it. So Bluetooth, um, Bluetooth or get a, a mobile TNC to hook into your tablet and run APRS droid and have your mobile TNC Bluetooth to the radio, Got but it. your radio still needs to have, 
Bluetooth Bluetooth module, or we can make a custom microphone data jack for the Bluetooth TNC <laughs> and then Bluetooth the TNC to the tablet. So there, there's a few yeah. different ways to do it. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Go, okay. Because we got more stuff to talk about yes. this episode. So to get ready for Moab and do our Moab prep, mm-hmm. um, I have a very short list of things to do, surprisingly. Lucky. I know. Um, <laughs> with Kermit, all I really need to do is swap out the um, steering U-joint. Okay. And I you, need to... You didn't do that already? I... St- I put in a steering U joint. Oh, I need to swap it out because it's the wrong size. Mm. Um, so I'm just waiting on that part to come in pretty much. Um, so is it still hitting the alternator? No, oh. no, it's just the wrong spline size for the IFS box. Oh, so I have a feeling if I bind up the steering anywhere, I'm going to strip the splines <laughs> on my IFS box. Oh. So I'd rather have the, the correct size, <clears throat> correct splines there. Uh, so I need to do that. I need to, build bump stops. Okay. So I'm going to put on bump stops before Moab. Um, those are ordered up on their way. Um, and I'm just going to put on the correct, uh, the height based on piling up square tubing on it, on its, each other. There you go. <laughs> so, um, it won't look terribly pretty, but it'll work for Moab. Uh, and then I'll, I'll do a prettier setup uh, once I get back or once I do the new axle yeah. suspension. I saw a rig <laughs> out on the Rubicon one time and I liked the way that they did theirs. Um, and I've thought about doing something similar and I'm going to butcher what the, the name is. I, I want to call it like Anderson thread, mm-hmm. Anderson threading hustle nuts is going to be yelling at his, <laughs> um, his phone right now. But it's these, it's like a one inch diameter, uh, piece of metal that has really coarse thread okay. around that's sort of like the Sumner Jack tops. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And they had a bump stop on the top of that. Okay. And so they could adjust the height of their <laughs> bump stop. You know, they had like a locking nut on it. Like I, yeah. Nut. I don't remember how, I don't exactly know how they did that, how they held it still, uh-huh. but they did have it so you could raise or lower your bump stop depending on what you did, what you did or how fine tuned you want to make your setup. You know, I thought that's what, uh, those, um, tiny car jacks are for the, the screw ones. Yeah. The, the scissor jacks, maybe <laughs> little baby scissor. You jacks. put one of those on top of your leaf springs in yeah, the rear. Bolt it into <laughs> your leaf spring. Plate. Weld the bump stop to <laughs> <Yeah>. the top. <laughs> That's also called an adjustable lift. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you had it air pressurized, would it be an air air lift? Uh huh. There you go. A pneumatic one. Anyways, um, yeah. So I'm gonna do some bump stops before then. Okay. I what, get the did steering. you get uh, duro bumps? I did not. I just got the the basic poly pyramid, okay. four and a half inch pyramid ones. Nice. Um, I figured any kind of specialty thing is going to be backward. And it's going to be hard to get before in such a tight time squeeze. Mm. So um, I hit up our buddy over at Sidetracked Off Road, Morgan. Cool. And he said that he can have some uh, set a full set of four and a half inch pyramids to me uh, within a few days. Cool. Nice. So those are on their way in, um, and I, that's about it for Kermit. Wow. So just okay. bump stops. I finally put on onboard air access brackets. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Instead of just having the the hoses for my onboard air system Flop and the around. couplers flopping around on zip ties on my bumpers, um, I added some actual brackets and so now they're hard mounted there. Um, so we'll see if I snap those off at all. I don't think I will. They're in places where I haven't put any scratches in the bumpers yet. Yet. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All I really got left is I need to buy some welding rod for the premiere and uh, get a little practice in doing some stick welding. So I mm-hmm. need to go hit up hustle nuts uh, or buy 
a stick welder and here in the meantime and just sit in my garage and do it. Um, and I was going to try and get my front bushings done for my front leaf springs before the trip. Put new bushings in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but we'll see if I get to that or not. So other than Kermit, I have a couple things I need to do that one 50. Okay. Uh, one is oil change. Yeah. And, uh, do put a, a bunch of best line in there. So that'll be nice. It'll run nice and smooth for the trip. And I'm going to redo all my brakes and rotors as well. So nice. Yeah. And then uh, th- those are really the only two things I need to do. Um, I'm going to be borrowing a trailer from somebody mm-hmm. to go. So I need to go pick that up at some point before the trip, but that's about it. Awesome. Uh, relatively short list, I think for, for getting ready and getting out of here. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have quite a laundry list of things that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I absolutely have to get done. I'm not sure if it's all that long. Okay. Um, I'm That's trying what to, she said, yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to think of like things that I absolutely need to get done. Um, I, I mean, I want to check all the fluids on Bobcat and Clifford and, um, yeah, just sort of do some general overview maintenance and looking at things because of this long trip. Mm-hmm. One, um, some things that um, I want to get done on Clifford, um, which would be nice to have done but aren't that necessary, is change the fuel pickups in the gas tanks. Mm-hmm. Because, um, as we, I've said it before, is the front gas tank doesn't read, so the float is doesn't work or something. Yeah. And the rear gas tank, um, the pickup tube... I think has a hole in it. And so it'll work up till about an eighth, a quarter to an eighth. Uh Um, and then it acts as if it's empty Yeah, or the floats off and (laughs) uh, yeah. And it just is actually empty. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was, I want to swap those out. Okay. Um, I'm considering changing the fluid in the transmission Mm. because I really have no idea when the last time it was ever done. Yeah. Um, I know that the transmission on Clifford has been rebuilt and has been beefed up. Um, I spoke to the guy that went of when that whole process happened and he said it was probably around a hundred thousand miles ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so I might dig into that and just do drop Clifford off at the place where it was done and mm-hmm. say, Hey, just evaluate this and check at the fluid and see what it's, see how things are. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, swap it out myself but you know i'm not sure mm-hmm. um i'm sure i want to i was going to try and put in some gauges into clifford so i can read the egr and the trans temp uh-huh. but i don't think i'm going to have the time for that um i did want to change out the headlights on clifford because they're sort of i don't they're sort of uh what it corroded and not as bright Fogged as they should kind be. of thing yeah okay um so which isn't going to, I've changed the literal bulbs out cause mm-hmm. I had a burnt out bulb. So I swapped those out and, and saved the one bulb that was still working as sort of a backup, but they're still not super bright. Mm-hmm. So I was going to think about changing out the whole headlights. Okay. Um, what size headlights are those big, big. Okay. <laughs> it's like the whole, they wrap around the corner and stuff. Oh, so gotcha. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think that's really about it for Clifford. There might be another small list um, that I can't think of. Mm-hmm. Bobcat is, I don't think there's a whole lot that needs to be done to Bobcat. I was thinking about trying to get, do some of the things that the 
Cruz Moab requires that <laughs> Bobcat doesn't have. So I'm not quite uh-huh. sure, you know, how that might plan out. They like they do ask for a CB, and I do have a CB. I just just it's not installed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sitting on a shelf. So I thought about just sort of throwing that in and having it be there yeah <laughs> take it with you in the box yeah not even maybe not even have well i would need an antenna i wonder if i can screw into the magnetic antenna that i bought for the ham radio negative uh yeah different antenna huh? mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense um but so i thought about just having it there maybe just set it in the cab in the box i'm not sure um <laughs> they do want e-brake which bobcat doesn't have so i thought about mm-hmm. maybe trying to do a quick line lock somewhere somehow mm you know, like reach out of the cab underneath the <laughs> frame rail or, you know, whatever. Um, there was but, a really neat trick I saw um, somebody do was that they took a bicycle shifting cable. Yeah. And set it up like on the bottom of their dash or something. Okay. Uh, or what was it? It was something. I've seen that done I don't think for it was the a accelerator. Bicycle. No, I don't think it was a shifting cable. It was some kind of cable that they had on a lockable almost like one of those, God, what are they called? Um, it's like a, a line holder. I forget where you can pull the line through one direction, but as the line starts going back, it locks up. Sure. So it's uh, anyway, so one of those and they had the cable going out their firewall and then to like a pulley or something outside the firewall, then back into their firewall to their brake pedal. So they would oh. push their brake pedal down, pull the cable the slack out of the cable and then lock it in place so that the cable holds the brake pedal down. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> might be interesting. You got to have a non-leaking booster <laughs> in order to do that. <laughs> uh, I might have that. I don't know. Yeah. Kermit does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was thinking that uh, another thing that you might need to do mm-hmm. is get the bicycle cable for running your accelerator That's pedal. That's the one thing I need to put in, yeah. So you can mm-hmm. run the Premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I need to fix the bed of Bobcat. <laughs> you don't want to just let it flap around. And that might, um, <laughs> hustle nuts is coming over, uh, the day that this episode comes out and we might pull the bed off of Bobcat and, uh, flip it around and, you know, look, evaluate what actually needs to get done and how to weld that up or what to do. Um, in the process, we were going to do some stuff on, uh, Samantha, um, but I don't have absolutely everything in to sort of start what we were going to do. And Mm -hmm. so what, um, what we were going to start attacking became very short in a way. Mm. That's also Um, what she said. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so maybe we'll pull the bed of Bobcat and set that up. Um, so I can, we can weld that back together. Mm -hmm. Uh, now, and I think uh, there's probably a few more small things for Bobcat. Bobcat's pretty ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, for the trailer, mm-hmm. I am going to open up every single wheel and look at all the wheel bearings. Okay. Um, possibly uh, do the brakes, mm-hmm. um, depending on how they look when I open it up. I'm planning on welding on, or maybe you or Hustle Nuts, uh, because you guys have better welders. Mm-hmm. Um 
or stealing your welders or bringing the trailer down here to steal your welder. <laughs> Say uh, good luck stealing my welder yeah. <laughs> and hustle nuts is too. They're both heavy. <laughs> well, I mean, steal the use of your welder. Gotcha. Um, it's easier to move the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hustle nuts is might be easier to access the, ch- the welder. Um, cause you got your driveway is a little funky. It's a little steep. Yeah. Um, but I have a long enough cable to get the welder down to the street. Oh, that so. might be good, but I want to weld. I bought, um, weld on like D rings. Okay. And I guess, are they called D rings? Like, yeah. It's a solid chunk of metal that looks mm-hmm. like a D Yeah, and I'm going to put those <laughs> in, um, the front and the back sections of the trailer for tie downs for tie down. Setup. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, because like I talked about during the tie down episode, you know, I was crossing things up and things weren't going right. Um, I did get some solutions, um, while I was down there with some straps that have hooks on them on both ends for like axle straps. Um, it would just be so much easier to have D links, D rings or whatever right there on the trailer. So Mm -hmm. I got some of those. I already got those. They're in Charlotte right now. Nice. Um, I'm planning on getting removing, and all this might not be done before we go, but I'm planning on removing the spare tire in its location mm-hmm. and tr- maybe trying to put it underneath the trailer somewhere. Um, Interesting. One, to make it out of sight, out of mind. Two, to make it a little bit more protected from the sun. And three, to remove it from the position that it's at because I do eventually plan on getting a box in that location. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to plan on, when I get the box, I'm going to need to move the jack Mm-hmm. for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to probably just get rid of that jack entirely. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get one of those swivel pipe style that can attach to the side and you can remove. Mm-hmm. Cause I want to put it, um, I want one for the front and then I'm going to put two, make a spot for possibly one or two in the rear. Yeah. So when I drive off the truck, I have, it doesn't pull everything down and yeah, yeah, pull the trailer down, lift the truck up, vice versa. I can just, move the jack from the front that isn't doing anything because the truck is attached Mm -hmm. and move it to the back and Mm -hmm. attach it somewhere back there, maybe in the middle of the back. Maybe I need two just because of the weight Mm -hmm. and one on each side and I can then drive the truck off the trailer and not have the trailer moving around too much. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to do? I think that was pretty much it. Um, the big things, the big things coming up are, I want to, take all the tires off the trailer and look at what's going on underneath there. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to the assistant's neighbor and he's like a decent, he's like one of those roadside uh, semi mechanics. Okay. Right. Um, You know, so he's pretty knowledgeable and like bigger vehicles and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And he said, one of the things he does, and I'm curious with all you other trailer people out there, if you go this far, Mm -hmm. he says he carries a spare leaf spring and the spare the spare pins for the leaf spring, yeah. um, because they do break. Mm-hmm. If you're carrying a lot of weight and you hit a pothole or something, you know the tire mm-hmm. might survive, but you might break a leaf spring. Bobcat only weighs like 20 pounds. You're so. right. <laughs> yeah, but that trailer weighs yeah. <laughs> true. Twenty five, thirty, three thousand pounds yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so he carries a spare leaf spring with him. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking about it, and I'm not opposed to the idea. And I was thinking about just sort of. Uh, like saran wrapping it and then zip tying it underneath the trailer somewhere. Oh, I thought you meant saran wrapping your broken leaf spring. I was like, that's, no. I don't know if that'll work to me. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. You know, just to weather it uh-huh. and throw it underneath. So it's just stuck under there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I don't have the box in time. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't even know if it fit in. Have you lots. thought about doing what uh, Jason did from Willing Wine and Whiskey? What? He kind of, I don't know if his trailer came this way or if he did it, but he built that storage box into his trailer that you can access uh, from the yeah. top, mm-hmm. from the deck. Yeah, his trailer is longer than mine. Uh, and, um, but, I mean, it's possible, like, I could use the sort of the center section of the front mm-hmm. where, you know, there's not, like, nothing when I put Bobcat on there, nothing goes there. I don't know if that's ever the case, but mm-hmm. I thought about it. Um, or I thought it would, it would be an option. I thought that, you know, for the most part, I could stick like stuff up onto the underside of mm-hmm. some sort. Um, or if I have the box in time, I can put a few things in there. So um, the trailer is actually the biggest one of my, one of the things I want to attack before Moab. That's the, <laughs> my big hurdle. Cause I yeah. mean, I bought the trailer in October or September of October uh-huh. um, of last year. And I haven't done, I haven't even, I've, we, I've towed with it a few times and I've never looked at anything underneath it. Yeah. And you know, and now we're going on this long trip and I just want it's like, okay, Clifford's good. I've done, you know, worked on the front end recently, you know, I've changed fluids recently, you know, I've done some more work on Clifford. Bobcat's going to be fine, especially if you're towing it, you're not driving out there. It's, it's much, it's going to be a lot easier on Bobcat, but the trailer is going to take some abuse. And I really have no idea what, if the guy has ever done maintenance to it or how many miles have ever been driven on it or, you know, um, how often it was towed. Cause I know the guy that I bought it off of used it for construction and for a Jeep. So I'm sure it has some decent mileage on it. Mm -hmm. Um, the question is how well did he maintain the things on the inside? And that's what I would, I need to figure out. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, trailer bearings are not difficult to get into and check and look at um, and redo, uh, leaf springs, similar deal. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of squeezing under the trailer <laughs> yeah. to get it, uh, to get in there and check it out. Um, the welding, the, uh, tie down, tie down. So that's on, be that'll easy. be easy. Um, I think you're, you're not going to have, I think it'll take you maybe a day to get yeah. the trailer to the point where you're, you're confident and feel safe. Yeah, it'll be, I it think it'd be a mob. solid day to, it'd be a good, a good chunk of a day just to get all four tires and mm-hmm. check all those and check the brakes and get everything going. I think there's going to be a point at which, um, cause I don't really, right now I don't know what, uh, bearings I need. Mm-hmm. I need to pull them out to sort of see. And so I'm, it's, I'm going to get to the, cause I still want to get a few bearings just to even have backups, yeah. you know, to carry with me. <laughs> yep. Um, and so I need to dive into one of these axles to start figuring out what parts I might need. Yeah. You know, um, and luckily for me, the guy next to the assistant's house, um, he has a, um, an account at one of the largest places out here. Mm-hmm. And he says that this place supplies all the other places. And so it's, <laughs> you get some pretty, pretty decent discounts. Okay. Um, you know, I was getting, um, he was telling me that the Jack, you know, is like $28. Nice. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I want yeah. two, please yeah, give me two. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so there's, there's just a little bit of work, mm-hmm. some, you know, some time that's going to be taken up and, uh, I just need to get going on it Yeah, is what it, what it comes down to. So nice. Well, get going, get moving. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs> nice chatting with you. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Cool. I was going to say, um, are your, are the 40 inch pro comps you have in the shop? Are those mounted on any wheels? Mm-mm. Okay. Do you have any wheels? Uh, yeah. There's ones on Bobcat. Do you have any wheels Spares. that don't have anything mounted on them? No. Okay. Um, all right. Cause I don't have a spare tire. 
Yeah, I was and thinking I about that. So I was wondering if we I could have set a spare up, 37. I wonder if yeah. that would like count. I'm sure it would. It has to, usually I think it has to be within one and a half, two inches yeah. of whatever you're running. Because um, I have six 37s. Yeah. At, I have okay. two spares at the shop that I've been throwing into a rotation. Okay. Because I, when I bought, when I got Samantha, it came with four tires. One of them was really shot. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I had three tires and I was like, hey, I need to get, I need us. I want to get more, uh-huh. you know, to have at least four tires. Mm-hmm. And I found another set of four with one of them completely shot. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up with six tires. Gotcha. And so I ended up having to buy another rim or a wheel. And yeah. so, yeah, I've got, um, I've got two spares with wheels on them. Okay. I might borrow one. Yeah. For the trip. Totally. Throw it in the back of the F-150 for the trip and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll never leave. <laughs> yeah. Or strap it down to the trailer or yeah, something. something. You do you need to bring it out on the trail. I don't know. Um, I would assume not if, as long as it's there in camp and I have somebody else that I can go back and get me back to the trail. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They might want it on the trail with you. Like I've got this, you know, like I blew this tire. Then I guess up. I won't be going on the trail that day and I'll go wheel my own yeah. <laughs> wheel by myself. That's why I'm kind of curious how strict <laughs> on some of these things are. Yeah. I was going to throw one of the spares just in the bed mm-hmm. and lash it down. Yeah. You know, and have that be it. Well then I'll just, that'll be my spare yeah. <laughs> for the day for that trail. <laughs> right. I'll just throw yeah. both in there. <laughs> no, just, you just need one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is one for both of us. Exactly. <laughs> um cool man so yeah moab's coming up yes it's uh we are one two three weeks away two and a half yeah two and a half three weeks i need to really get to work yeah exactly (laughs) so i've got all the f-150 brakes and rotors on the way and the bump stops are on the way the only thing the only part i don't have is the bicycle cable for the premiere right so i need to go get that and then i'll have everything here and just be able to work on it and get it done so nice Cool. Um, yeah, bring the trailer over sometime and we'll do some welding on it. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> I like yeah, pulling it's going to be easy. Um, I mean, it's really just grind down the frame and weld these things on and then mm-hmm. spray paint back over it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a piece of cake. Yep. Are you bringing cake? I can. I'm okay with that. If you want to bring a piece of cake (laughs) for you to weld on the brackets. Oh no, that's going in my belly. (laughs) (laughs) The brackets? No, the cake. Yeah. That'd be my payment. (laughs) Okay. They were saying we'll try and weld the cake onto the trailer. And I was like, what do you know? The cake is going in my belly. Yeah. I'll give you cake for welding on my brackets. Okay. That works. (laughs) Either that or campfire stouts. Those all will always accept those for payment for stuff. I think I still have one in the fridge. (sighs) bastard i don't know how it's I lasted think I this long I know. <laughs> it's because i haven't been in your fridge yeah <laughs> oh well, man at the assistant's house gotcha that would be why yeah. um all right let's wrap this guy up here we got um we got stuff to do you're wrapping up the microphone yeah you're so funny <laughs> all right so if anybody has feedback or if you want to leave us a good review on iTunes to get entered for the winch, uh, go ahead and do that over at iTunes slash snail trail forks four. I think it is what it is. Um, let me double check confirm. It's now podcasts.apple.com. Oh. So yeah. go to podcast.apple.com and search for snail trail forks four. Leave us a review. Yeah, there's a shortcut. I hate apple.com. That, that's another one. Yeah. Um, we actually purchased that domain and are forwarding it over to Apple. So if it's even available <laughs> probably not 
Um, so anyways, we'll talk to you guys when we talk to you, send in those emails, send in the feedback, get a hold of us on Instagram. You guys know where all of that is by now. If you don't go back and listen to one of the other 178 episodes that we've done. And, uh, we have a really fun episode coming up for you guys for 180 on Monday. If you follow the stock class, the 4,600 class at King of the Hammers, you will know who this person is. That's all we're saying. So with that, have a great weekend. We'll see you guys Monday. And Jimmy, do you have any final words for everyone? I hate apple.com is taken, but it's available for sale for $119. That's it? Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) With that, my friend, keep crawling. Um, I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, this one's kind of more of a story, um, for you. So, okay. we'll, um, because I thought it was hilarious when it happened. Okay. Um, so I was at the liquor store the other day, probably, you know, getting some nice old elk or something mm-hmm. and uh, the cashier carded me, you know? Okay. And I was like, come on, man. So I started, I opened my wallet and my blockbuster card fell out. And then the cashier was <laughs> like, Oh, never mind. <laughs> Uh, do you live in Washington? <laughs> yeah. Nah, that didn't really happen. I just let it that way. But that was, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a funny thing. <laughs>